Bad tap heads. Sad, sad heads. Sad heads. This is uh, this is the emo episode. Of We're tap so heads. sad because Wendy is not here. I'm crying honestly right yep. now. Hey, welcome to Tap Heads. We we got some banter at the beginning. Good job, guys. But yeah, it's a sad episode of Tap Heads. Phoenix walked in. Phoenix is back. <laughs> For I those love Phoenix. For those who are fans of film, film fracas, Phoenix is here. In the room. With he waved. Us. He's alive. He's. He's uh. You want to come? You want to come say something on the mic? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's gonna be so pissed that the episode Phoenix like made a brief appearance on is the one she's not on. I know. Oh, Wendy's not here. We're sad. We're sad. We're sad. We, we miss sad. you. I'm currently crying. <laughs> There's tears streaming down Just his face as he scrolls through Twitter. Not caring about what's going on around him. Down my face. I'm. It's because I'm communicating with Wendy. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Tapheads. Uh, this is this is an episode of the show that we do where we talk about beer. Uh, I of course, as always, am Robbie DeShazer. Uh, to my left is one Mister Carter Spilliards. Hello, it's me. At CA Spilliards on Twitter. Like spill something in your yard and add an S. Yes. At CA Spilliards on Untapped. Yes. Let me check. <laughs> I believe so. Go check that shit. I haven't. He's very bad at updating it. I've done like one beer on there. I give everyone's untapped handles. Maggie doesn't have it one. It is. Yes, it is. C.A. Spilliards on untapped. And over to his left, to my right, is one Miss Maggie Fogwell, uh, at Maggie the Fog on Instagram. Yes. Should I not give that out? Should I bleep that? No, it's fine. Okay. At uh, Also, at Leo Bonap- underscore Bonaparte. Uh, Our uh, beautiful baby basset hound. Is he still a baby? Does that... he'll, he'll always be a baby. Okay, fantastic. Uh, I'm at Robbie DeShazer on Twitter. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, let's talk about this fantastic episode of Tap Heads. Uh, Maggie and I went to the, the local beer store, the local Total Wine, if you will. Is it local? It's... Here. Local to this place, I guess. It's the closest. It's, it's kind of a chain, though. Isn't it's it? the closest to this location. That's true. It's not a. It's not like a local. Yeah, but that's business. like saying it's like a small business. I don't, yeah, it's just our closest. What's What's the the cutoff for saying something is like the local whatever? I don't know. I feel like so. smaller chains. I feel like you can say, but like you wouldn't say the local Chili's. I say the local, you know, McDonald's. <laughs> the local McDonald's, because <laughs> there's only one of those. The local Taco Cabana. The Loco Taco Cabana? <laughs> the Doritos Locos Taco Cabana. Anyway, uh, so we went down the aisles and we said, uh, what should we do? What should we do? We have to put it together an episode for tonight. Um, and so we, we got to the seasonal section of the singles of beers. And uh, you know what you know what time of the year it is, Carter? The summer. It's the summer. We're getting into the like late summer period, yeah. Where it's just gross and hot outside. Yeah, I hate it. So I hope. Oh yes, no. So we're drinking eight stouts. Oh, <laughs> oh my! I'm drinking eight I'm stouts and puking. Leave. I'm just gonna leave. Not from the alcohol, just from the heat. Uh, no, we got we got all these different summer beers. Uh, if it said summer or was in that summer section, it was fair game. So uh, we got some local ish options. We got some. Some not local options. Uh, we're gonna have a good time. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Let's get started. Yeah, let's let's get to the drink. Has anyone been drinking anything interesting lately? Oh, uh, I've been having a lot of Cool in the Gang from Blue Owl Brewing here in Austin. Uh, it's 
still finishing off my stash of einhorns. We did an mm-hmm. einhorn episode. Um, do I have anything? Oh, I know exactly what I want to talk about. I had from the Lost Abbey Brewing Company. I've got to pull up my untap to see the name of it. Uh, I believe it's called Ghost in the Woods. Ooh, spoopy. Did I try that? Yes. Go- Ghost in the Forest. Ghost in the Forest from the Lost Abbey. It's an American wild ale. Uh, tons of oak and guava and fruit. It was a fantastic hmm. beer. I have a nice picture of it on my untapped. Just a beautiful color. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Loved it. Fantastic. Definitely recommend. The only thing I was sad about is I did not have another bottle. I got it from a service called uh, Tafauer, hmm. which uh, delivers rare beers to their customers from all over the country. And uh, only picked up one bottle when I ordered it. I should have ordered more and less of the other stuff that I got. Yeah. I wish I had swapped it around. I've got an interesting uh, crate coming from them sometime in August that I think we'll just do an episode on, Hopefully. actually. So. Uh, I, uh, I have a couple things I, I drank of note. Um, both of them from Austin East Ciders. Oh, yeah. You I went to the collaboratory, didn't you? Oh, I, I did that a while ago, but um, these I'd just seen I had yet to try. The first one being the watermelon mm-hmm. cider. Um, not a fan. It's okay. It doesn't I, really taste like watermelon. I haven't heard good things. It's just kind of sweeter, but not as sweet as like the honey cider. Yeah, um, I agree. I wish it, especially because watermelon's so good. I mean, watermelon's not a very strong flavor, but... It just tastes like the regular cider. So I wish that would have turned out better, but it is what it is. The other thing, which definitely the flavor does come through, is the lemon ginger. Okay, yeah. Uh, How was it? Cider. I really liked it. Um, it is definitely like gingery flavored. So um, not for everyone. More like ginger beer than ginger kind ale. Of, kind of like it's not like spicy, but it does have a very characteristic ginger taste. And then the lemon, the lemon and the apples very much kind of complement with that. Yeah. Uh, really well. Sounds sounds delightful. Lemon and apple go together. Yeah. Um Maggie, have you had anything interesting that I didn't mention? She tries uh, most of what I try, so I haven't been drinking that much lately. I, I feel like I, I haven't either. I feel like I Yeah, those those were the only drinks I've had in the last like two weeks were those two. Wow. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, let's fix that yes. and uh, start right now. <laughs> this right in front of you, I've already poured out our Ooh, first beer of the night, is uh, Summertime Wheat uh, Hefeweizen from Rar and Sons Brewing mm-hmm. Company. It's 5.5% ABV, 19 IBUs. I like the coloring. It's got a great, uh, slightly hazy. A little hazy, kind of. Very, oh, almost banana good. yellow, almost. golden yellow. I was saying yeah. it looked kind of like apple juice. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's got that. Definitely. Yeah. But oh, it tons smells of bana- great. Tons oh, of you banana. Get a lot, in that you get a lot of banana in the nose. Not as much clove as you get in a lot of uh, Hefeweizens. Yeah. Get and it's more. different from like the live oak, which I Definitely think is a lot more kind of candied. Yeah. Banana ish. Is this supposed to be orange? Is it supposed to be uh, the, the notes that you're getting, or like the flavor? It's a uh, Hefeweizen. So oh, okay. Nothing added here. There's another Hefeweizen we will have later in the night. Uh, I won't spoil too much about that yet. Is it still in the fridge getting colder? Yes. Because these are not that cold. They've been sitting out for a while because <laughs> you went upstairs and we're That's talking. That's true. I was talking for a while. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Let's give this a taste. The head went away almost immediately. Just yeah. Just noting that. I like it. I tasted it. Yeah. 
Not it's bad. Solid Hefeweizen. It's real smooth. Real yeah. smooth. A lot more wheat notes than you get with something like live oak. The wheat comes through. I'm not getting the clove taste. Like I said, I'm not really nose, getting any clove taste. Not it's getting very any banana clove. forward on very, very, very banana. Lots of banana flavor. I'm not getting. Sometimes we've talked about it before. Sometimes you get a little bit of like uh, bubble gum from some of these oh, yeah. wheat beers. I'm not getting any of that. I'm getting like the getting sl- banana a little bit, wheat. but I think it's kind of the, just the banana. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I like it enough. I would I like order it name. again. Yeah, summertime wheat is a really good name for Hefeweizen. I think this could be a a total year round. This for is him. an extreme. I don't know why this is a summertime seasonal. It's an extremely drinkable beer. Yeah. Um, I could I could easily just sit and drink a number of these. Hefeweizens are always really easy to drink though. Which, yes. Which really yeah. like them. Very smooth and refreshing. Oh, look, I so I'm not familiar with Rar and Sons. They're out of Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, the uh, name's familiar, but... Yeah. To me, it looks like they kind of do a rotating yeah. wheat series. I don't know for sure. I like wheat beers. Yeah. So they might be one to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Summertime Wheat, this is the 2019 edition of it. Can. Yeah. Go for it. Prost, y'all. That's a nice touch. Oh, yeah. We Mary don't have Wendy here to describe uh, the uh, yeah. packaging. The, the can is... It's a... I actually, it's kind of ugly, but it's it's pretty of, ugly. It's a gold can. I don't with, mind the color, the gold color. Yeah, it's got a silver outline of Texas on it, and it's got this very kind of aggressive crest. It's Rar and Sons and Summertime Wheat. Yeah, I do like their little logo of the scythe with the the wheat. Yeah, and the arrows. It's got kind of that. It's got this weird band across the top. I like I don't I like the band like actually. quality brewed community strong Texas proud which is I mean a nice message but I would rather they just wrote that out along the top rim yeah this is all just aesthetic stuff it's kind of got that uh, I do like the pros gel that's a nice touch why am I blanking uh, Oscar Blues is has a similar aesthetic to their cans that make Dale's Pale Ale mm-hmm. uh, Scott's Gone Wild or no Oh, Old Chub. Old Chub is yeah. their... Scott's Gone Wild is the Scotch Ale from Real Ale. Oh. It's their special uh, Mysterium Virum series. Uh, Oscar Blues is a national brand, but they have a brewery. They have one of... They have three breweries in the mm-hmm. country. They've got one in Colorado, one in... Uh, I want to say North Carolina, and one here in Austin, Texas. So. Mm-hmm. They're semi-local. They get put with the local stuff at a lot of stores because yeah. you're getting very fresh cans from them. But uh, I don't know. The debate's out there for Austinites as to whether they count as local or not. But they do have a fantastic uh, tasting room, apparently. So, uh, Any final notes on Summertime Wheat from Rar and Sons uh, Brewing Company? Not really. Yeah. Like I said, a great it's an start, okay beer. Great starting beer. Very solid. Very tasty. We are moving on to the summer Ooh. seasonal of all summer seasonals. Uh, the one that everyone, everyone looks forward to this beer throughout the year. Uh, it's kind of an, an occasion each year when this beer hits shelves. It's uh, Bell's Brewing out of Michigan. Uh, it's Oberon Ale, which... 
I am a very big fan of. It's an American pale wheat. Mm. It's very bubbly. It is bubbly. Yes. I like the color a lot. So it's very kind of golden ambery. Yep. Bell Bell's Oberon is a wheat ale fermented with Bell's signature house ale yeast, mixing a spicy hop character with mildly fruity aromas. Yeah. Is this the one I had? Yeah, you've had it. Okay. We've had this. I get this a when lot we got, in well, the summer. When we did the Bells stand at the... Bells uh, at Hot Luck had yeah. it, yeah. They I did think that's it. where I drink it. Yeah, that's where I got it. We had it at... Uh, I had an Easy Tiger when we went not too long oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I've had this uh, one before. But this is, but I love the can. The can's, it's got a classic can. The can is astounding. It's got this lovely kind of cerulean... Yeah. Blue and uh, this very kind of like caricature sun. It's fantastic. I love uh, it. Like a lovely little face. It's got these ray of sunshine yeah. and the Bells logo. It's, yeah, it's very catching. That's like very eye-catching and characteristic. I quite enjoy it. Um, it's beautiful colors. It's, it's kind of pastelish. Uh, hazy? Hazy. Like yes. a wheat ale should be? Yeah. Yes. Um, very, a little more dark, a little darker, closer to amber mm-hmm. than the lot in the summertime. A little orangey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a strong scent. I get a lot of hop character in that nose. Really? I yeah. Do. I mean, not, it's there, but yeah, not, I wouldn't say a particularly characteristic nose. No. It's very, I mean, a hoppy for a hoppier beer. I'm getting, I'm getting some of those. Less, less of those fruity hops and more of the piney yeah, kind of resinous. It's kind of a... Um, Which is a little bit deceptive for this beer because yeah. it's not a piney... What's the word we're using? Astringent. For Astringent. Like drier, yeah? Yeah, when you're talking about the taste. Yeah. yeah. it's a, I find it to be a, a tad astringent. Which I think kind of adds to its refreshing characteristics. Yeah. Where you can drink more. Yeah. I get, I get exactly goes, what you're saying. It goes away pretty quickly, but not to the point that you like feel like your mouth is dry. Yeah. The head hung around for a little bit. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with it. Um, I love this. It's super smooth. It's super drinkable. It's incredibly drinkable. It's um, very pleasant. It's one. Of, this is one of my favorite beers, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I like this quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think of what to say. At Bangers here in Austin, uh, it's one of my favorites. You can get a liter of it during the summer. It's a mm. it's a good good time if you. It's not a while. terribly uh, high in alcohol. It's about five point eight, mm-hmm. so it's not a day wrecker if you uh, yeah. drink a li- you know if you were to get another afterwards or another liter. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, get another pint a liter plus and a pint. But no, it's I a, just remembered I still have yet to go to the Cellus Brewery. Yeah. And I'm, they're not getting better. <laughs> nope, you're not saving them. And uh, I'm very <laughs> upset. Um, yeah. This is, this is a great beer. Sorry, I, I just keep getting lost in how much I like this and also trying to untapped at the same time that I'm recording wow. a podcast. Maybe I shouldn't do that. I uh, I really like it. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good time. It's good. We're light beer. I mean, that's kind of what I look for. And both of these that we've had thus far are very characteristic of what I'm looking for in a summertime beer, which is it's in Texas at least. Yeah. A hundred plus degrees every day, all day, and yeah. it's the kind of thing where it's like if you're outside, 
for even you know remotely any amount of time, you're dying of thirst. It's like if you're gonna have a beer in that kind of climate, yeah, you oh, don't want sure. anything lingering or heavy. You know, yeah. This is also a beer I would give to somebody because there there is a prominent hop character to it. It's not mm-hmm. upsetting to anyone. This no, is something I would give to somebody who's like maybe afraid of hops, maybe yeah. not into beer. That was like fairly maybe. inoffensive. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Maggie is not a fan of hops. And yeah, it's definitely not too hoppy, but I don't know. I'm looking for something. If I'm it's summertime, I want something like fruity. Yeah. Kind of, and this really just doesn't have a really like, a distinct flavor. It's just kind of there. It's like the, for me. The ras- what was the raspberry one we did? Oh, raspberry yeah, from yeah. Saint Arnold. Is that yeah. the one you're talking about? Yeah, that one. That was a very kind of summer. Yeah. Have you had orange show from them? I haven't. That's another good one. We were looking at it, almost grabbed it. It's not a seasonal, it's year-round at this point. Mm-hmm. So, didn't fit into our show theme. That's all right. It could have fit into our uh, Texas summer beers a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, hope we're not beating the summer beer thing to death with no. a 4th of July show, <laughs> a Texas summer beers. And a... It's only going to be summer for another month. We'll get to stouts in the winter. Exactly. Another three months, because this is Texas. That's true. But we'll we, can, like, we can switch to the fall beers. We'll do pumpkin ales. <laughs> pumpkin ales and stuff in December. October. Yeah. Very good. Very good stuff. We have that year old St. Arnold's pumpkin ale. Oh, <laughs> nope. Not going to do that. We will in November, just to give people an update who listen to the show and care about it. Uh, in November sometime, we will be cracking open another bottle of that St. Arnold 25th anniversary Grand Cru. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, Seeing how it is. Seeing how it is. Giving it, aging it uh, six months at a time and making an episode that kind of serves as the vertical. I can guarantee I won't remember what I said about oh, the first we'll, time. Well, it's which only, luckily like, it's I only like a ten minute episode. We'll probably listen back to it before we mm-hmm. uh, start, yeah. before we record. Ooh. I'm very excited for this one. This one? I, oh. Okay, so I was reading about this one on It looks interesting. Line. It's kind of dark. Mysterious. Uh, oh, did you not see the label? No. Did you not know what this is? Uh-uh. Uh, this is Shiner Brewer's Pride Rosé Pale Ale. Oh, is this the, the Shiner Rosé? Yes. I've been meaning to try it. There's a bottle of it in our fridge. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had a bottle of it for a couple weeks that I keep meaning to get around to, and I just haven't had it yet. This so. head is sticking around like crazy. This, uh, yeah. I guess this means that I'll get to try it. Yeah. Kind of like a pinky golden... Because it's their Brewers Pride series, it is barrel aged. Mm-hmm. This is barrel aged in wine barrels. Uh, I couldn't. It is kind of a weird pink. Their website was kind of acting up a little bit, so I, I had to pull up the untapped page for it. So. It's got a very interesting nose. I can't. Oh, you describe can smell those it. wine barrels in it. Yeah, you smell the wine. It's a little wine. Yeah. Mm. Not getting a ton of hops from it. It's a 28 IBU pale ale. Uh, 6.5% ABV. Yeah, it is a, it is kind of, yeah, strangely pink. It's a very, I find, very alluring yeah. color. I quite enjoy it. It's very yeah, pleasant. Yeah, you try a sip? Oh, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, I, I, I saw movement. We were talking my... about the color. She was nodding in agreement. Yes. Well, well, what what do we think? think? Hmm. Different? Got a, Different hmm. than I thought it would Let me be. Try it. Okay, yeah. You've had Daymaker from Carbach, right? Mm-hmm. That's another rose. That's an IPA, but this is a. Just a PA. I oh. thought it would be drier because it's a rosé. Yeah. But it's not very dry. I, I think it's pretty dry. 
Really? It is very fruity. So I'm getting a lot. Yeah, which fruity. is different. I'm not... No, I don't normally, you know, anticipate so like so many fruity notes with my shiner. Yeah, which I like. It's different. I don't dislike it. Very smooth. It like almost like silky smooth. Like I yeah. Like it's like slipped through my mouth. Like I didn't have time to like keep it on my tongue. Like, yeah, it's good. Um, um, I like it. I, I like I'm, it. I'm enjoying it. I'm getting some of those barrel characters clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was a red wine. Oh. I'm guessing it's probably a rosé barrel. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's... Uh, I'm not a huge... I don't have I mean, a lot of I mean, all wine is aged. Rosé, not for very long. Rosé, not for very... Okay. I don't know the process of wine making yeah. as well as I know... That's why it's pink. Making. Yeah. Makes... I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. I like it. Uh, for 28 IBUs, I'm not... It's our hoppiest of the night, I think... But I'm getting no hop character out of it. No. I mean, most just because it's bitter doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it's hoppy. I'm trying to see if there's a bottle date on it. But uh, The store received it on June 12th of this year. So it's not particularly old. So not like things have faded. Uh, this is brewed in collaboration. If I could read the back of the bottle, I would know more. Yeah. <laughs> brewed in collaboration with... Uh, Keeper Soul Vineyards in Tyler, Texas. This wine-inspired pale ale uses grape must during the fermentation, imparting an earthy hmm. fruitiness. Mm-hmm. And the rest is... Uh, Picking that up. Yeah. Subtle dryness and then aged in wine barrels for a complex and refreshing final flavor. It's almost got like a candied taste to it. Yeah, let me get let me go for another sip. Like a, almost like a caramelized taste. Um... Yeah, you said caramelized, and I get kind of like a burnt sugar almost. Yeah, or... exactly. Yeah. Um, and not not so quite not, caramel, not, but like... not Yeah, not unpleasant, but just different. Yeah. Um, not something I'm expecting from any kind of pale ale. Well, I think it has to do with the kind of the fruity notes mixing with the... Yeah. the I mean, what's a wheat, you know? Yeah. Uh, one note, it is very hard to barrel age a pale ale mm-hmm. because of those hop characters fading. There's kind of your trade-off with, yeah. But when you're going for something very wine-inspired like this, um, I like it. I'm not surprised, but I'm. You're talking. It's filtered. It's pretty clear. Yeah, very, very, very clear. We we talked a lot about the color of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely very, very clear. Which means it was probably not aged for long in those barrels, like a rosé. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Because typically you get a little bit of cloudiness from that wood character. Mm-hmm. The head stuck around quite a bit. I was going to say, mine uh, mine still has it. Yeah, if you swirl it, it kind of comes right back. Um, not super leggy compared to a lot of the things we've had aged in wine barrels, like uh, any of those Bishop's Barrel series from St. Arnold yeah. or the Lolita yeah. from Lolita. Goose Island. I Which think still... because it's rosé, though, it's not going to be as super have that red wine taste yeah to it yeah i'm into it i i have my qualms about it especially about aging pale ales or a hoppy beer uh that maybe just on principle i'm against maybe i'm biased but uh it's okay Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back to you with a couple more beers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hang tight. That was a brief break. We're, we're back. We're back with we're back with the beers. Yeah, real quick off the top, I want to... The beers are back in town. Uh, I forgot to do a late Oh, yeah, yeah. Go back and do that. Rosé. Good catch. Good Pale catch, Ale. Man. It's the, pretty much the standard Shiner the um, Brewer's, Pride. Brewer's Pride label, except it is white and pink. Um, yeah, if you're familiar with that Brewer's Pride label. Um, just the Shiner. Yeah. Shiner logo, Brewer's Pride, all has their, you know, Spetzel Brewery uh, in Shiner, Texas. It's, you know, very classic, very nice. It's got gold accents, which look really nice and clean. I really like it. It's very simple, uh, very eye-catching. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done that tour before the Shiner? The I have not. Village? I've always meant to. I it's, haven't, haven't gone. It's a fun time. Uh, they're... It'll be interesting to see how things go come September 1st when they can start selling beer at the brewery. Mm -hmm. Brewer, ah, the brewery? I've been up for a while today. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's okay. What's uh, next? Yeah, so these next three beers, as I was telling you guys during the break, are all uh, the more fruity side. So mm -hmm. we'll see if they uh, meet Maggie's expectations. That was not the one I was expecting to start. With. Oh, really? No. I have very high expectations. Maggie so. chose the order for these three. Oh, okay. So oh. this first one is... So we're not going to get to the one I really want to try till the end. It's the grand the finale. One. You guys are putting a lot of expectations <laughs> on the I hope it's good. Uh, this is Pool Time Ale from Bell's Brewery once again. Uh, having the, the strongest showing here by default with having two beers. Two beers? Yes. Uh Pool Time Ale, as described here, is a Belgian-inspired wheat ale with cherry juice. Oh, I love cherries. So. Which stands to reason I'll enjoy this. Um, that's a really kind of interesting color. Ooh, Ooh great it's all, head, It looks like grapefruit it have, it color. Have, it does look a bit like a grapefruit. Yeah. Kind of reddish-orange. Almost like peach-colored. And it is not oh. see-through at all. Very opaque. No, no, this no. Is Very the, unfiltered. This is the kind of beer that you show to somebody Great head. who only drinks uh, Bud Light and they get very <laughs> scared of it. Yeah. They're like, I don't want anything that looks like that. It's got fantastic bouquet. It's pretty tart. It's got a very, yeah, kind of acidic. Oh, yeah. Um, but fruity, I can smell the cherry. Hold on. I can't tell if it's just like... What? I don't know. There's something... Kind of horse blankety is like the term that a lot of people use, like something horse blankety. Yeah, like the smell of horse blanket. I I don't get that. Um, something kind no, of. I get that it's very like farmy. Like the farmy is like kind of the wild cherry scent. Yeah, for I mean sure. cherries in there, like the scent of cherry is kind of inherently. This is as clear as a, a freaking smoothie. But it's yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say it is. I can't even see my finger on the other side of the glass. It is. I'm not getting a ton of cherry in the nose, which is... You're not? I'm picking up a ton of it. I'm picking up fruitiness. I'm picking up a general fruitiness. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I don't yeah. eat a lot of cherries, so I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a, a mango-y, grapefruity hmm. color. 
like we huh. said. You don't really get the fruit yeah, in the beer. There's not a lot of fruit in the flavor. <laughs> it's a very kind of bland. It's sweet. That's wheat water. Yeah, it's sweet-ish. But there's not a lot of flavor there. It's not even a lot of beer flavor. Mm. Yeah. That's 5%, but it tastes like nothing. I worry. I taste more alcohol in like a 3.5%, like an Einhorn or something. Yeah, I worry... Because it's made with the juice, right? Mm -hmm. If that kind of distills the beer out, <laughs> they got like, no. This has been this has been here for at the store for watered down, but yeah, it just doesn't really taste like anything. Yeah, just vaguely uh, sweet, vaguely sweet, fruity, kind of. Mm -hmm. It was packaged on May sixth, so it could have really. It got, but it got to the total line. Or it was put on the shelf at least, like, July 3rd. It's got a weedy aftertaste, which is maybe the biggest beer characteristic. But, um, I'm, yeah, perhaps it's just the subtleties are beyond me. But, uh, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> no, I'm not getting... <laughs> and it's not that it's bad. Mm -mm. Once and again, maybe we're putting, like, unusual perfectly. expectations on it. It's very... It's perfectly clean. pleasant. I didn't, we've had cherry, like... We've had stuff with cherry in it before. Cherry, not ale, or beers. Yeah, maybe not on the show. I'm trying to think of what we've had with cherries on this show. Uh, it seems like we had one. Had something. And then I've had the... the uh, oh, we had the sour cherry einhorn. The sour cherry einhorn, yeah. Which definitely had more cherry flavor than this. Yeah, I mean, that was a sour, so... And then the cellus... Oh, you had you had that the Waller Creek, the Waller Creek, which is very which is very a ton of cherry flavor. It's in. literally like candy red. Tons of red fruit in there. Yeah, um, but this one is just okay. Yeah, I've got the untapped page pulled up on here. It looks like, from what I can tell, like the draft pours of it have a little more red color to them. I'm only looking at this because. The more I drink it, the more cherry I pick up. Yeah. So the flavor kind of builds on it as you drink more. Is it? So I can see if you're, like, drinking a whole can. Yeah. You might pick it up a little more. It's very drinkable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's incredibly drinkable. <laughs> it might be my and favorite just because it doesn't really taste like beer like water. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes, it tastes like sweet water. Yeah. Okay, that sip right there. As it's kind of warmed up a little bit. These may just be it's so kind of, cold that we're not getting well, it's anything It's kind of too. tangy. But. Yeah. I don't even know if it's the temperature thing. Yeah. I'm just wondering if we mm -hmm. should keep talking about stuff. Let me see the can. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It does have a great can. I adore this can. It's just it's a very white, cute. white picket fence. The font is really I pleasing. I may have only grabbed it because it would look great yeah. on our Twitter with it's, the picture of all the got cans. Like, yeah, it's got like a little pool on the front, some cherries. I could see this being a very appealing poolside beer. Yeah. It's got a gorgeous, yeah. Oh, I would, I would love to drink this in the pool. Yeah. This would be, you know, phenomenal, but yeah. Honestly, this would be a great base for like a beer cocktail. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it's so inoffensive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you had like a cherry liqueur or something, 
that you wanted yeah. to mix it with, that could be good. Or for like sure, a, for sure. I'm trying to think of other things to say about it. Cranberry would probably go good with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's... It's so inoffensive. Like I said, the other thing that bothers me is that it's... It's 5% alcohol. 5% ABV. And we're not getting any kind of flavor, which is disappointing when you consider stuff like uh like the einhorns that are only like three point but somewhere between 3.5 and four percent each time and yeah. we're like bursting at the seams with flavor especially when you talk about the tropical or the ginger lime yeah sour cherry not so much not as much but more definitely more flavor than this yeah oh i'm taking it this is not a sour yeah it's a belgian inspired wheat ale so I feel like, like I worry that the cherry kind of canceled out the Belgian maybe ale flavor. The, yeah, but Einhorn's a Berliner Weiss or a sorry, not a Berliner Weiss. Yes, it is a Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. which is a German, you know, a German-inspired wheat ale. Yeah, like I don't. And when you can pack that much flavor into something like that, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't hate it. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. so inoffensive that it's that may it's almost inoffensive to a fault. Yeah. This is easily the most generic beer, I think, or just the most flavorless beer yeah. I think we've had. Generic here. is it doesn't even have the generic. No, beer it doesn't flavor. taste like beer. It's, yeah, it's just almost like I said, just like Swedish weedy water. All right. This next one, hopefully it's better. Yes. Yeah. Also has a striking can. Yes, it's got that I love these new Independence cans. Have I raved about them enough on the show? Yeah. Black cans with the black. The, this is uh, from Independence Brewing. Uh, striking graphic. Here in Austin, Texas. One of my favorite breweries here. Uh, maybe in my top three. Uh, but we'll see. I always got to give love to Lazarus and Blue Owl. Yeah. But Salas is up. I love Austin breweries. Mm-hmm. This, this could be a show just about bre- Austin breweries and we would. Not run out of beers. To I, talk say, about. I stand Cellus, but evidently their uh, financial department does not. It's not that people like Cellus. Uh, just a little side thing here. Uh, Cellus Brewery. Uh, not that they're going. They're not going under because people don't drink them. They're going under because they bet really hard on themselves and could not uh, expand at the rate that they needed to to pay off a loan. So yeah, I'm hoping they can recover in some way. I don't want the beer to go away. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. If the brewery goes away, the you know, the tasting room, all that goes away. It is what it is. But I don't want the beer to go away cuz it's a really excellent product that I've only really just discovered in the last 3 months and I'm going to be very upset if it goes away. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Uh this next one like we were talking about, we started talking about Austin breweries. This is Freak Power from Independence Brewing Company here in Austin, Texas. It is a blood orange Hefeweizen. Okay, this one is almost an identical color to Live Oak. Yeah. Yeah. This is, ex- like, almost looks exactly like it. I wish we had a, some Live Oak here that we could, we could yeah. compare the Hefeweizen. Should you not just have some in the fridge right now? I don't. Actually, I drank the last one not too long ago. But I, I, it looks... Frequently have some Live Oak. Pretty much the same. This is, that, is it next is that the to other the one? first Hefeweizen. Yeah, the first Hefeweizen looks also pretty very much similar. the same. Which one's the newest one? This. Okay. So, a little 
hazier, but I don't know if that's just because I mean, the other just, one's had time to settle. Well, this one's definitely, I mean, I think this one's just a little more unfiltered. This one's definitely a Definitely pretty, tons of banana and clove. Hazy. I'm not getting any. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more clove on this note. Not getting much uh, yeah. orange a lot more clove. in the nose. Yeah, yeah I don't smell no any fruit. It smells just like a Hefeweizen. Yeah. But does it taste like one? Let's Always see. That's the question. Hmm. Uh, here, I'll, I'll go ahead and hand you the can yeah. to your... That's weird. Don't taste the blood orange either. It just tastes more bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as weedy as the first one we tried. So I'm getting... It's tangier. It's a flavor that I would typically describe as grapefruity, which I'm yes. guessing is from the blood orange. It's kind of bitter. Normally I would attribute it to citrusy hops, like a citra hop or a... Um, yeah, it's kind of bitter like a yeah. grapefruit. I'm, I'm blanking on my hop types right now. Um, that's okay. It's I, good. Very Hefeweizen-y. I Not... like it more than the first one, though, because... Oh, really? It tastes like more refreshing. Okay, it's yeah. more of a summertime mm. beer. It also could be Ooh. because it's colder. <laughs> The first I'm one. getting more. Okay, I'm yeah. getting more blood orange as I after as I you drink more. It, yeah, and mm-hmm. then come back to sniff it. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking a sip, and then I've gone back to the nose. Yeah, I'm kind of as a complete package. The bananas kind of the banana and the clove are kind of fading, and I'm getting more of that uh, blood orange in the nose, more of that citrus quality. It's definitely the more I drink, the more kind of tangy citrus I get in the flavor. Um, it's still not yeah. as overtly orange as I was expecting. Or as the can would even suggest. Or as the can mm-hmm. would suggest. I was expecting a more, yeah, definitely more overt blood orange flavor, which is not there. Um, right. But it is, yeah, a little more acidic, a little more like, citrusy. Yeah. Like I was saying, the can, or at least thinking, I don't know what I actually said out loud. The can really suggests that it's going to have a ton of fruit flavor into it, the yeah. way that it's designed. At least. I, mean, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. You, you can't ever. But when you're putting a ton of uh, pink and orange and stuff, you're expecting a little bit more fruit than what you get. Yeah. But I like it. I like it a lot. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm looking. Carter uh, arranges the cans and bottles in his order of ranking. Yeah. And uh, he's making decisions that I, I fully agree with right now. <laughs> I'm so. like the opposite. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm not, not, not just totally, but the ones that he just moved, he just swapped. Mm-hmm. I agree with that decision. Uh, yeah. A very good beer. Now, here's my bias showing or my, uh, my question that I have to ask myself. Uh, because it's what we're talking about with... Austin Hefeweizens. Yeah. The local competition here. Would I pick Freak Power at a bar over Live Oak Hefeweizen? I don't think so. I don't think I would either. I don't think it's even as refreshing as... No. It's weird because because it is more acidic due to the blood orange, I feel like it's more dehydrating. Like, I don't get the as refreshing. There's a crisp flavor to it that you get in something like a Sprite. Yeah. Um, that's like refreshing in that sense, but it also kind of leaves my mouth even more dry because of it. For sure, for sure. I get some of that kind of that carbonated tongue feel I was gonna that say, you get from you get other some, sours. You get some extra carbonation in there. Yeah. 
Um, other than that, solid beer, totally yeah. drinkable. If I didn't have another Hefeweizen option, or if my other Hefeweizen option were something else other than Live Oak or something actually German, yeah, I probably would go for this. Yeah. All I'll say is like right now, Live Oak is my number one Hefeweizen. It's hard to beat it. Um, I mean, I'm sure if I went to Germany... I don't know if it can beat but... a ton of German Hefeweizens. A ton of, at least, it's hard to judge here. Uh, with as with any mm-hmm. import, there's a lot of time lost in travel. Timing, yeah, <laughs> beer's so sensitive to everything. Yeah, it's a very it's a sensitive boy. It's a very temperamental drink, which is interesting and unique. But it certainly has a shelf life. But all right, the moment these two have been waiting for mm-hmm. uh, the uh, fan favorite, I guess here. On the show. Well, I've already called myself a Cellus Brewery stan <laughs> once or twice in this episode alone and lamented the loss of them. They're not gone yet. I know. They're not gone yet. yet. Uh, but this is Cellus oh. Lime. It's a that is big lime. Berliner, uh, it's a lime Berliner Weiss style beer. Oh, I love the can. I Also, my favorite color is green. I know it's not creative color, but it's fine. It's whatever. Get your references out. Oh yeah, it's it so smells like lime. a margarita. It smells like <laughs> lime. It's crazy. Is this Celis Limerita here? Uh, a little bit. I'm now very <laughs> anxious to try it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> it's... that smells fake. It does <laughs> smell like fake lime. Doesn't smell like a real lime, but wow. This is. Super it's light. It's exactly a month old, so this yeah. is not... It's, uh, yeah, very light, a little bit hazy. A little bit just, hazy. Just a tad. I can see your outline kind of through it, but not... Yeah, I, say, I can see my finger through it, which is kind of my... Mm. My, uh... Your, your, ta- your benchmark, yeah. but... Uh, compare this... Maggie's been oh saving God, most of her beers. It's just uh, so Compare this color-wise. The lime with it is so crazy. If you don't mind. I mean, it's the lightest of all the beers we've tried yeah. so far. It's a Berliner Weiss. Uh, quickly becoming one of my favorite styles of beer. <laughs> I just saw Carter's face. Did oh, you, no. Is that a good it? face? Yeah. Is it a good face? It's good. Okay. It's just... Ooh. Ooh, it is tart. sour. Ooh. Oh, I like it. I like it, too. It's, it's tart like a sour ale. But it's not. I mean, it is a sour ale. But it's like it is. Yes, the Berliner Weiss is a sour ale. Well, it's a kind of sour ale. It lives up to its name. I like it. I get none of the wheat that I normally get from a. No, it's all lime. (laughs) Which isn't bad. It's just wow, bold. This is. Is it a beer? <laughs> is, it, is it a beer? <laughs> You're right. It is kind of Celis's Limerita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I don't. I honestly, I don't. I don't dislike it. It's it's just oh, kind yeah. of fun and different. Here, let me give some of the Lime Berliner by Celis Brewery. Uh, Four point eight ABV, five IBUs. I don't know if that if it has five <laughs> IBUs. <laughs> Unless you like. Oh, oh the sour tastes bitter. <laughs> It's so sour that it's... Yeah. It's so odd. I'm... So... I can dig... I dig it. I love this. I dig it. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. 
This is me selling out to sell us once again. <laughs> you are a sell a slut here. It's fine. <laughs> slut is spelled with a C here. I know. I'm not, not necessarily true. I did not like... You didn't um, like their pale bock, right? Yeah, the pale bock. I honestly did not like it. I thought it tastes like vomit. Yeah, their um, doppelbock is very the good. The doppelbock was fantastic, which is when I had the pale ale, I was like, oh, I hope, or the pale bock, I was like, well, surely, you know. I'm not, that's the only. similar, that's, but I just, I did not like it. You know what, even. <sighs> and I had it cold, and the can was not too old, and. Yeah. But. The pale bock, and it, it's such a bummer, because their doppelbock is so good, and yeah. they don't. Mass can their Doppelbach, but they do the Palebach. Yeah, and didn't like the Palebach. The, pale, the, the Doppelbach mostly goes out in the raspberry kegs. I think, which is their current seasonal one. Yeah, um, they may have just swapped it out for the lime, but yeah. Yeah, it it was uh, it was all right. I didn't love it, but thus far the Water Creek and Doppelbach and this lime one, and of course just you know basic cells white. Yeah. I almost want a salted rim for this. Uh, I'm right. <laughs> I feel like it needs some salt. No, I almost uh, tonight. It's, it's not margarita though, but it is very lime. I this would be probably excellent in a margarita. Yeah, like yeah. a a Corona Rita, like a but, Corona with Rita the, but, but with one of this? these. Yeah, I think we've just made our weekend plans. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's coming in the town. She would love that. And probably. Uh, yeah. It's it's good. I'm sorry. Sorry, I have to read the description that Celis gave uh, to um, Untapped for their lime Berliner Weiss. Light lime beer, not heavy on the lime. That's that's kind of a lie. That's a straight up lie. Pierre, you should be ashamed. <laughs> Pierre Celis is long past away. Yeah. But yeah, uh, totally drinkable. I could I could crush a few of these and, and have a good day, you know. I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, let's let's get into the rankings, guys. Let's. Uh, you guys feeling? Well, here let me let me do the can real quick. Oh yeah, do which your... like I said I adore. It's the basic Cellus can, which is just a beautiful design. Um, but it's just green everything. We got we got limes. We got like this great lime green accent color. We got kind of a darker green with it. Um, it's fantastic. You got the little brewers doing their thing. Doing their thing. Doing their thing. Brewing, liming. I don't know. They're probably brewing. I'm guessing they're not liming. But <laughs> they're on electric. They're on little electric scooters. It's right there. It's in the details. Uh, it's like the one beer that had like this the Squidward House. And the... Yeah, that was uh that was the Tropical Island. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. their their ginger lime had the yeah. scooters on it. Had the lime scooters. And, oh, all of our fan base in Austin, Texas, is going to love those jokes about lime scooters. I mean, lime scooters are kind of a nuisance everywhere now. Oh, good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> kind of bad. Anyway, Carter, get into your ranking. All right. I did it the wrong order last time, so I'm going to do it the right order this time. Start at six, go to one. Yes, my number six is going to be the pool time. No surprise here, I think. Not bad. I don't. I actually didn't dislike any of the beers today. Um, I would drink all of these again. The pool Perfectly. time. Usually I dislike at least one. Yeah, the pool time, maybe not in its 
kind of current state, I might, like I said, mix it with something else. Because it really does just taste like nothing. <laughs> um, number five is the Summertime Wheat Hefeweizen. Again, this was, these are probably my two lower echelon uh, beers, I think. It was a perfectly serviceable Hefeweizen. Um, but yeah, my number five is going to be the Freak Power Blood Orange. Real good. Um, but yeah, just kind of hit the middle for me. Uh, then it's going to be the Shiner Rosé Pale Ale. Um, I just love the very characteristic flavors in this. I thought it was really interesting and bold. Uh, then the Celis Lime, just because it's so kind of wild and crazy. Um, and then... My number one is the Oberon Ale. Um, I thought it was kind of perfectly well-rounded, very drinkable, very refreshing, um, and something I would definitely have again. Perfect, yeah, that's a, that's a good ranking there. Uh, Carter had to go take a phone call, so uh, Maggie and I are just going to finish out the show ourselves. Uh, you want to go ahead and give oh, me your rankings? Sure, <laughs> I can. They're, they're pretty much the opposite of Carter's oh, really? rankings. <laughs> Um, so my last place was the Oberon. Yeah. Um, just didn't really have that much flavor. Didn't really stand out to me. Hard to disagree, but it's okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. You'll get there one day, maybe. <laughs> um, next was the first Hefeweizen we tried this summer. The Rarin Sons? The Rarin Sons Summer Hefeweizen. Yes. Uh, um, summertime wheat? Yes. It just didn't... There was nothing summery about it. It was just pretty much a standard Hefeweizen, so nothing really stood out there. Yeah. What's your what's your like ranking criteria here? Are you talking about? Um, I'm I'm mostly going for like beers that I think are really refreshing for summertime. Yeah. That I think okay. will be yeah. great to drink during hot in hot weather, and also uh, the ones that I think I could sit down and just drink a whole can or a bottle of. Yeah. Since there's not a lot of beers, I'd, I think I could, yeah. Um, and then the Shiner Rose Pale Ale mm -hmm. was next. Um, it's not bad. It was just kind of disappointing. Um, not a lot of rose yeah. flavor there. I was hoping for a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, third was the other Hefeweizen we tried, the Blood Orange. Yeah, the Freak Power? Mm-hmm. I thought it was um, a really good, like, summer refreshing take on a Hefeweizen. It didn't have that, like, really heavy weediness that the other one did. Um, I feel like you could drink it on a hot summer day. Um, second was the, what is it called? The Cherry... Oh, the uh, Pool Time. Pool Time Ale, yeah. Um, I really liked it just because... It didn't have a lot of beer flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could drink a can of it very easily. Um, and it's fruity and refreshing and perfect for summer. And then my first was the Celis Lime. I thought it was a really standout beer and pretty unique. Yeah. I really like it. So. For sure. For sure. Um, I'm trying to think of trying to put my list together. Uh, number six for me is the pool time. Aww. I felt like it had no flavor. <laughs> it gets no love. It's okay. It's okay. I, I get why you like it. And I think I would give it to someone like you. That meaning someone who's maybe thinks they're not into beer or, you know, this is something that, uh, we sit on the couch a lot and I'll like make you try beers. Yeah. 
I would give this to you and you would like take sips from me and I'd be like, I have a six pack. Go, go get yourself one. Uh, so I think it's, it's fine. And I didn't like Carter. There was not a single beer here that I was, that I disliked, I should say. Um, there was some stuff I wasn't as into like this pool time being, I just think it didn't have enough follow through on the flavor that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, just kind of tasted watery to me. Almost tasted like pool water. <laughs> Cherry pool water. That's not... No, that's, that sounds bad. No, it tasted <laughs> like... It tasted... It kind of tasted like flavored sweet water. Uh, not anything against it. I think it's totally drinkable. I would drink more of it. But uh, I would buy all five of these before that. Uh, the next one being the China Rosé. Uh mm. Just wasn't super into it. Uh, like I said, like with a pale ale, I want some hop character to it. And I felt like there was just no hop character. Uh, but at the same time, if what they were going for was creating a wine-like beer, there are so many beers that have done that better. There are so many beers that have done the rosé thing better. I agree. I, I just wasn't into it. I feel like it was a... A swing and a miss, but a totally drinkable beer. Uh, maybe tweak the recipe a little bit uh, and maybe not set up expectations by trying to follow the Rosé Brut IPA trend. Uh, that being said, it's a solid beer. A little bit better than pool time. Maybe, I don't know, they're kind of interchangeable for me on that. Uh, I may switch, I don't know. <laughs> this is just me thinking right now, right now based on what... Uh, Number four, this is where it starts getting hard for me. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the summertime wheat for that. I'm also typing at the same time that I do this. Uh, standard Hefeweizen, nothing too crazy about it. Nothing, you know, that surprised me or made, yeah. you know. Nothing that screams summer. Yeah. Like I said, this could easily be a year-round for them, I think, I think at this point it's just hard to be a brewery in Texas making a Hefeweizen that's not live oak year-round. So I think you just kind of have to make an event out of it and get your, your loyal fans to to follow through and buy it up once a year. Uh, but that's more marketing than it is uh, the other stuff, the other important stuff with beer. Um, so let's go on to my top three. This is where I have a crisis of... <laughs> uh, conscience here. At number three, I'm gonna put Freak Power. Um, yeah, I, th I think I'm gonna have to go with that. Because when it came down to it, I, well, well, I'll talk about it later. Uh, Freak Power, super, I thought, I agree with you 100%. It's a super great summary take on the Hefeweizen. Uh, is it better than Live Oak? Is it better than other Hefeweizens I've had? I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to put it in a lineup. But uh, I'd, I'd definitely have it again. I think uh, Independence is doing some great stuff. And I think uh, I'm excited to try more of their takes on these weedier beers. They've definitely nailed their Ambers and their Pilsners and stuff like that. And so, uh, and their Oatmeal Stout is fantastic. They do a lot of really cool stuff. Uh love them i'm excited to try more from this kind of this newer take this 
because they already knock it out of the park with <coughs> their Berliner Weiss Red Bud. And I haven't had the Red Bud with cucumber because I don't like cucumber. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a super great, uh, super great beer. Number two, I'm going to have to put the Celis Lime. This is where my conscience, my crisis of conscience went because I, I have a hard time putting it at number two because I don't know if it's beer. <laughs> you know? Which is, for me, is, is it kind of goes like this. If, uh... If I had all five of these and then a Dr. Pepper, I'd still probably pick Dr. Pepper at number one. This, to me, the Celis Lime tastes like, uh, it, it tastes like a, a malted, like a malt liquor or something. Mm. Not in the bad sense, but like in a, like a malted beverage, like a, like a, why am I blanking on the name? They make vodka, but they really the make. Smirnoff. Smirnoff Ices, <laughs> yes. <laughs> tastes like something like that mm. or a Mike's Hard Lemonade to me. Uh, I think it's, um, it reminds me a lot of like a lot of the sour farmhouse ales that you've had me try. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. And I just tried another sip of it. As it's heated up, I've got, as it's gotten a little bit warmer, I get a little more wheat in there, but not as much as I even get from Einhorn, which is kind of my, Einhorn and Red Bud are still my top two local Berliner Weisses. And there's nothing that's really going to change that for me. Uh, but I like that. I like that little bit of wheat you get with that. And then, no, no question here. Still, my king of the uh, summer beer, my my problematic fave here, uh, <laughs> Bell's Brewery's Oberon. What a fantastic beer! I know you don't like it. It's your number six, but uh, I just I love it. I love it. I love the hop character. I love the weediness. It tastes complete to me it tastes like summer uh i eagerly await every year when it shows up on menus so uh that's that's gonna do it for us here uh carter's obviously not here to sign himself off once again you can find him on twitter and untapped at ca spilliards like spill something in your yard and add an s uh he regrets uh not being here right now he had to go take a phone call uh maggie fogwell where can people find you uh instagram at facebook instagram is at maggie the fog do you want people to add you on facebook <laughs> i don't know if do people still do that i don't know don't don't pop <laughs> don't add facebook. me on facebook robbie's trying to get me to get a twitter but i'm I resisting want you to get a twitter do it do it if you're gonna be on this podcast more you need to get a twitter we'll see okay yeah uh you can find me on twitter and untapped at robbie DeShazer. Uh, I don't have a cool, fun, little rhyme like spill something in your yard. And I guess it doesn't rhyme, but it's a neat little saying, I guess. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. Wendy, we miss you. You can follow Wendy, who's not here, uh, on Twitter at Wendy with a W and at and on Untapped at Wendy with a W. Uh, this has been Tapheads. This has been a fantastic episode. A lot of fun. As always, please drink responsibly, and uh, we'll talk at you next time. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tapheads. You can find the show on Twitter, at Tapheads Show, and you can find me on Twitter and untapped, at Robbie DeShazer. Please give the show a five-star review wherever it is that you are listening to it. It really does help get the word out, and always drink responsibly. Thanks. See you on the next episode. Fifty two oh eight media.